So what's up? <laughs> just hanging out. Just got back from practice uh, like half an hour ago. Oh yeah. So have you guys had many games so far? I think we're around twenty. I'll try to find the exact record. Like you've played twenty? Yeah. Wait, is your audio messing up right now? Or is that me? No, yeah. I think it's something in my window. <laughs> Close it real quick. Literally, directly, two feet outside my window, somebody is freaking like, got the weed blower. <laughs> Perfect. Alright. You said about, like, you guys have played like 20? Yeah, I'm going to try to find the exact record. Got gotcha. you. So, like in college, they do series, right? Yeah, so every weekend we play a three-game series. Dang. And this year, it's like we'll have a doubleheader one day when, like, normally non-COVID, it's like three three days, three games. Got gotcha. you. So is it, like, condensed, like, lengthwise, like how long you guys are playing, like, the season uh, is? It's still, it's, like, they, the, they, like, lowered the amount of dates, so we have a few less like games but it's not anything crazy like we still play nine innings it's like 10 run rule after seven so it's really i think we lost probably like 10 to 15 games if i had to guess really wait so like start We're 18 and six so 24 games got you wait you said 18 and six yeah that's pretty good yeah <laughs> uh, it was 18 and three before this weekend so who'd you guys play UCM. They that good? Yeah, they're... We were both, like, ranked top ten in the country before this weekend, and then, like, we're, like, number one. They're one and we're two in the conference right now, which we might be lower than two now since we lost three games in a row, but I don't know. Got you. They're, pre they're freaking good. Like, just good all around, or, like, got, like, star pitches? Like, so the first game... We lost five to two, and it was tied two to two. Going into the ninth inning, and we just gave up a three spot. And then the second game, we were winning. Going in the seventh inning, we were winning the seventh inning. We ended up losing by like three or four. And then the third game was just we just got wrecked. <laughs> like the last, the doubleheader, which was the game two and three. There was like that day for both teams. There was twenty-one home runs hit. Twenty-one. Is that like? Yeah. That's a lot, right? That's a lot. Yeah. That's. There's, it's always freaking windy at our place, so that doesn't help any at all. Yeah, wait, so all three games are, like, at your guys' place? Yeah. Got you. So, like, are you guys going to go there at some point to play a series? Um, I don't think so. Really? But I can check. Yeah, I don't think so. We play a few teams twice, but not them, it looks like. Hmm. Actually, we don't play anybody twice. We play everybody once. Everybody gets one series, it looks like. Got you. So does that kind of work, like, one year you go there, one year, like, it's here, or, like... Yeah, I, I'm assuming it's that way. That makes sense. I'm pretty sure. So, like, college, you're, like, pitcher only now, right? Yeah. Which is a lot nicer than... Like, our practices are way easier than what the position guys have to do. Like, <laughs> they have to do a lot more stuff than we do. Yeah. So you like that, like, just pitching now? Yeah, I mean... I. I like it. I mean, there's some days where I definitely miss hitting. I miss hitting well. I don't miss, like, overall hitting because there's always, like, you always go through a whole bunch of slumps, which suck. But, like, I like pitching just 
I couldn't do both, so I'm happy I got to do one. So. Yeah. How do you think hitting would go, like, at the college level for you? Um, I think I'd be able to be fine on defense, but to be, like, a first baseman, you have to be able to hit for power, which I was never, like, super good at. Like, I could, like, single you to death, but I, was, I usually didn't hit, like, too many home runs. Got you. Yeah. Is it, like, how big is the gap between, like, high school pitching, like, especially at, like, small town, like, Cairo, like, compared to, like, pitching now? It's, like, night and day. Like, I would say the average fastball, like, now is at least, like, is, like, 85 to 90. And, like, in high school, you know, if you see, like, one guy like that all year, they're, like, all stay, like, they're lights out usually. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a huge huge jump I would say yeah um I was talking to Jacob Case a little bit and he was asking me like do you ever realize like like you notice you have muscle imbalances from pitching like so much because you're always using like your left hand um I haven't noticed any like muscle imbalances from like left to right arm but I mean it could it could be there I don't I haven't felt it if it is really Anytime I, anytime I work out, I don't feel like I'm, like, one side's like this or anything. Right? Got you. Uh, you like, so whenever you're doing, like, single, like, dumbbells, like, do you feel like one, like, ever, like, is gets tired faster or whatever? I'm trying to think. I don't think so. Like, we do, we do a lot of, we'll do, like, dumbbell, like, alternate, like, bench, like this, and it's, I never have, like, any, uh, I, like, both arms seem to get fatigued at the same rate instead of, like, one faster than the other, I feel like. Yeah, that's that's pretty good, man. Especially, like, having constant movement with, like, one arm that you're not going through with the other, like. But yeah. I was going to ask, so, like, I know, like, left-handers, like, have, like, some natural movement, but do you know, like, what's that attributed, attributed to? Like, you know why? Uh, I pro- I couldn't give you like a scientific answer of why that is, but it yeah it seems to be just a stereotype like all lefties just have movement on their fastball. So like there's plenty of righties that have good tail on their fastball too. I don't I'm not sure why it's like singled out as left lefties have that going for them, but gotcha. um, that is something that would be interesting to look up. Yeah, so you don't think it's like because it seems like it's pretty common that people just assume that, like, it's left-handers to just have the natural movement. You don't think it's, like, specific to them? It, they might have an advantage on it, but I feel like there's, there's definitely, like, right-handed pitchers that have tail on their fastball just as good as lefties do, I feel like. Got you. So you think it's, like, I've, like over-exaggerated? I feel like most since, yeah, I feel like since, like, most hitters are right-handed, and they see something tail that's going away from them. So it might seem more exaggerated than whenever they're seeing, like, a righty fastball. It, like, kind of tails it tails towards them. So maybe they just don't notice it as much. Maybe that's what led to it. But I don't know. I, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, like, it's just the same motion. It's not like lefties throw the ball, like, fundamentally different than a right-handed person. Yeah, it's pretty much just mirrored uh, over. Yeah, I always wondered about that because yeah. I don't know why, like, what the mechanic would be that would make that tail, like, different. Yeah, I think it's just because you don't see it. Maybe it's because you don't see left-handed pitchers as often. So whenever you do, it's like, well, there's something different. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of like that, like MMA. Like whenever you see someone like fighting southpaw, it's almost like it's almost more majestic, almost just seeing them like reversed. 
Yeah, it's the same thing with like seeing like a left-handed batter swing. Like their swing sometimes is is more appealing to me, anyways. Maybe that's because I'm left-handed, or maybe that's no, like you're right. Game, but it's just it looks crisp, like seeing the other way. Yeah. What about like comparing like your strength training now to like high school level? Like how much more serious is it now? And like, do you feel like you gain a lot more now? Uh, for sure. Like, it's like just like the competition level. It's night and day. Like you know, in high school weightlifting class, you don't really one. You have a time limit. So even if you were going like also all the whole time you're still not you still can only get so much done but like an average day in there you'll do like a couple lifts and you don't really it's not like high intensity it's just go at your own pace and if you don't get it done and you don't get it done now it's like you have a workout and you're all doing it together and it's like super intense the whole time like when I first got down here we did a lot of conditioning and it was I I got down here like 240 and just like so much running we did I got down like 230 pretty naturally without like having to like consciously try to like just because we were doing so much activity that's one of the things i was going to talk to you like how do you feel like strength like per pound like relative strength now compared to like in high school like do you feel like you're a lot stronger like for your body weight uh i mean i think so just because i feel like my muscles have gotten a lot stronger since i've graduated from high school like working out down here and like, like right now i'm sitting like 230 to 235 and like I was that a little bit for my senior year and I, I'm definitely I have to be stronger now than I was then I don't know how I wouldn't be like but so definitely pound for pound I feel like I have to be stronger now um I remember seeing something like that it's talking about like how weight attributes to like pitching power do you feel like that's like a very important thing like having mass behind like your arm um I feel like there has to be some science to that like the more weight you can get moving and like the faster you can get a bunch of weight moving, I feel like you'd have more power. But like if you watch like major league baseball, there's guys that weigh like a buck 80 that can just then throw it like 95 plus. It's just like, maybe they're just genetic freaks or like they just have a good arm. But I thought there is something to that. Like you want to get as strong as you can. Like, like everybody's different, I guess. Like everyone has a different body type. So it's going to be like what, to each their own but i feel like you do want to get like as much power behind and weight that you can without like going too far as a pitcher yeah you think that affects like different people based on like their arm mechanics like how much they need behind them yeah i would say so because like i'm trying to like you won't see a like a submarine guy that's going to be like big bulky because that takes a lot of like elbow flexibility and shoulder flexibility to get the arm down that far i feel like like, if you're, like, a big, powerful pitcher, usually you're, like, more, like, higher arm slot. But me, I'm, like, I would say I'm, like, more, like, low three-quarters, like, right here. But, because, like, there's not, I'm trying to, there's not many, like, really tall pitchers that are up here. Just because I don't feel like the physics, like, work as well to, like, reach out, like, I don't know. It's, mm -hmm. it's fascinating to think about the, like, pitching mechanics to each person and, like, what, how they all do it. Because everyone's arm angle is different in, in some way and the way that they do their their motion. Yeah. How do you think arm angle plays into, like, injuries? Like, because I know that's pretty common, like, among pitchers. Mm. I would say, like, since everybody has a different arm and different arm angles and different throwing, like, different releases are going to affect them, like, differently. But I, don't know, I used to be more up, and now I'm 
down more and like I feel a little bit I feel more like shoulder soreness and stuff now maybe that's because my arm's lower maybe it's because I've thrown thousands of baseballs I don't know but like that might be something to it I feel like definitely I feel like someone who throws here probably has a different soreness than somebody who throws out here if I had to guess I should maybe I'll talk to my teammates about that and see what they say if they have to think about it yeah isn't so like softball whenever they're going underhand isn't that like a safer motion, like for the shoulder and arm. So, throwing something like underhand is supposed to be the natural, like throwing motion of for like for a human and for our bodies. So, like that's why uh, you see softball pitchers; they'll throw hundreds of pitches every day, and they can just keep going. Like whole weekends, they can just pitch every day. But when you're somebody throwing a baseball, they'll throw like 30 pitches, and that can be it for like a couple days. Just because throwing a baseball is like such an awkward motion to like keep doing at high intensity like back to back to back yeah uh, it's supposed to put a lot of stress on the arm which i can i can definitely see that that's interesting that like which direction like you're circling the arm like makes that big of a difference yeah um what do you think like some of the biggest differences are like between college baseball and high school baseball i would say just uh, like the intensity is just like another level, and it's just another level of athlete. Like every every starter in every position is gonna be like the best, of the best at their high school, respectively, most likely. Like they're gonna they're gonna be like a dog at their high school, and now they get here. Like even like me, like I was one of the best, like one of the best play- players in our region for our our level, and now I get here and like I'm like I'm not bad, but I'm just like another pitcher. Like it's just. Starting from the bottom again. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, just like back to the bottom of the totem pole. And you just had to work your way back up. But like, you're getting the best of the best from teams all across the nation. You come together and then it's just, everyone's kind of equals again. And it's it's different. Like, everyone wants to be here. Like, in high school, you know, you'll have people that are just playing to have fun or their parents are making them play. Mm -hmm. But like here, it's like everybody's like either getting has a scholarship and getting paid to play and paid to be here or they're fighting for a scholarship and trying to get more more innings more bats and stuff like that yeah do you remember like whenever i think it was the argument like between it was either the hots like talking nba it was either the hots or the 76ers that were like did you hear me or did it cut out yeah the hot the, the hawks and then the 76ers were saying what it cut out for a second. Yeah, so, like, I think it was, like, a couple years ago, whenever people were comparing, like, to see if Duke could beat, like, the worst team in the NBA. Do you remember that oh, argument? Yeah. I, yeah, I was, I don't think, I mean, baseball is baseball and football, like, any sport is any sport, but, like, until anybody can beat anybody in any, any given day, like, if you bring it, but I think nine times out of ten, the pro team is, gonna win that just because of experience and pro bodies yeah like 18 to 22 year old yeah that's yeah that's what you're reminding me of like whenever you're talking about like at college like it's the best like out of each group because like whenever you get to the nba like all of them were the stars like or a majority of them were like the stars in their college team and now like comparing like that's why i was always like the nba team is going to beat them like almost every time they should, and if they don't, that's a sorry bunch of players, I feel like. Yeah, because literally that's the best, like... It's just, it's just like you're going to high school, you go, it's levels, like, it's crazy. 
crazy. Yeah. I don't think a college team would – if they did beat them, it's not going to be consistent, that's for sure. Yeah. So how did uh, – you went to watch a bunch of the basketball games there, right? Uh, yeah, I saw a handful of them. It was, it was just like – it was really fun to watch. Like it's a bunch of great athletes. It's like MIAA is a great conference to watch sports in general, I would say. Mm-hmm. How do you think, like, watching, like, the athletes of that and, like, the speed of the game, like, compared to, like, watching, like, games whenever you came back here and, like, watching, like, Cairo games, like, high school games, how big of a difference do you think that was? It's it's pretty big. I mean, they play the game so much fast. Like, every athlete is super fast and super athletic, and they're just going 100% all the time versus, like, high school. It's not that they aren't going 100%, but they're just – they're younger, they're not as developed, and the, it's just completely different. Like, you've got grown men, 22, 23-year-olds, that are literally just playing to try to get minutes or trying to get a spot at the next level, whether that's draft or overseas or wherever. So it's it's pretty intense. Yeah, that's definitely, like, watching, like, stuff like that, that's whenever you see, like, there's levels to stuff. Like, it's oh, yeah, crazy. Like, you can relate to that. You, you were there, like... Yeah, dude, it's crazy, like, how fast, even, like, with the longer, like, bigger court, like, how fast it goes up and down. It's crazy. Yeah. And everybody can shoot. Everybody can shoot a three at any time. They'll just pull it. Oh, yeah. that's It helps the spacing so much, too, because, like, it's so spread out because everyone can shoot. And then, like, the court's bigger. So mm-hmm. it just it seems bigger. Like, that's, like, for me, it felt, like, easier to score, like, there just because like i'm i like yeah, to drive and out, yeah cold. yeah it felt like the lane was like massive so i always like that um how do you feel like so like strength wise i'm trying to think so like do you feel like you're like i don't know how to word this something like how's your strength compared to like people there that have been like in the program like a couple years how do you feel like you rank up like next to them um i feel like i'm no slack like i feel like i'm just as strong as like some of the upper class and i mean it all varies too like on body weight i'm one of the i'm on the top end of like the way the pitchers here there's like obviously i should or if not more than some of the guys who are lighter but i feel like i'm on par like i'm not ahead of like where i should be like like, you'll have your, our weekend starters, and I'm doing just as much work as them, I feel like. It's, it's all a part of the grind. Yeah. So, whenever you're lifting, like, is it usually, like, baseballs all together? Or do you ever see other sports athletes in there? Or? Uh, yeah. So, like, beginning of the year, a lot of running stuff. Like, all pitchers were together, or, like, the whole team was together. But that was just, like, fall stuff. And then usually it's split up pitchers and position, and now it's, like, there's different pitcher groups and there's like the position goes at like a flex time, like say eight to noon, they'll go somewhere in there and do the workout. And like when I'm in the, the weight room, I'll see other players like go like cross country track guys and girls and stuff. They're doing like their workout this in their own little corner or whatever, just doing whatever they have to do. And that's what's great. Like our weight coach does like a bunch of different sports. Like he'll be helping you one second and talking to somebody else the next. Like they're, he just, He's a dog. Like, he helps us all a lot. I don't know where I'd be without him right now, honestly. Yeah, that's awesome. Especially, like, building a relationship with, like, someone that's helping you like that. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, 
So like, how does your guys' splits look? So like, how often do you do like Olympic lifting or like cardio or stuff like that? Like, how's that usually work for you guys? So like cardio, we did a lot of that in the fall. We did a lot of running. That was, I feel like that was to get us in shape coming out of the summer. And especially like with us not having a season this year. But I feel like it was also partly like, all right, let's weed out the people who either don't want to be here or just don't have the work ethic. And like, so there's a few people who ended up leaving. And then, but like now, I don't, we don't do like any running right now because we're in season. So I think he just kind of trusts that he built enough and trusts us to kind of like take care of ourselves in the, like the cardio aspect. Like as far as Olympic lifts, like we'll do safety bar squat like once a week usually. And sometimes whenever we, the same day we do that squat, we'll do a trap bar deadlift. And then we don't like, we'll do dumbbell bench, but it's not like, we usually lift like twice a week, and so like one day will be legs, and then the next day will be usually be upper body or like full body lift. Gotcha. Do you do much like uh like body weight stuff like? Yeah, we'll do a lot of like push ups and uh, like glute like the glute hams where you're like up and you have to like catch yourself, yeah, and yourself up like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we'll do that with weights, and then we'll do a bunch of we do a bunch of like core and abs work. I'd say, yeah, I'd say we do, like, a lot of push-ups and core and, like, mountain, like, just stuff like that just to try to, like, maintain, like, your your body weight and your core and your arms pretty well. Any, like, specific exercises that, like, you feel, like, translates the best to, like, you pitching? I can't think of, like, any one lift that I would say, like, if you want to gain below, do this. But I would just say it's just get in the weight room and just working out, like, just all the muscle groups that you can like I would say deadlift is important like I feel like trap bar deadlift is like builds a lot of strength like upper body and even like back and just it's a good almost full body workout and then I would I think squats super important yes. I think push-ups really important and then like I like doing like any sort of pull down too a lot like I feel like that translates really well and helps build your arm strength yes. so whenever you go to trap bar deadlift how many, like, what's your sets and, like, uh, rep range and, like, weight? What do you usually do on that? So, like, a lot of times when we do it, we'll have, like, four by five. And, like, usually we don't, like, start, like, we usually just, we don't, like, start 225 and work. We don't have, like, a big range of weight, but, like, we'll start, like, 365 for two sets and, like, 385 for two sets or something like that. Like, it's not like we're, like doing like 225 275 315 like we'll usually just like heavy and then just go up a little bit heavier and like that's where like every set is like every rep is hard it's not like all right first set easy second set still easy but a little harder and then so like it's like every rep you feel like you're doing something gotcha so it's like a smaller percentage like of changing between each set yeah how do you like that squats the same way like that and i yeah i I do like that more because it sucks, but I feel like you get more out of it than, all right, I'm a, and cause like before you would do like that heavy set that we do once for five reps instead of now we're doing it four times for five reps. So I feel like it's a lot, it's, we're getting a lot more out of it that way. Yeah. Um, so you said you do the same thing for like squat. So what type of weight are you messing with on that? Um, it seems like this, like, winter in the season, we've 
had like usually we do like around four sets and we slowly slowly I feel like gone less and less reps like we like four by eight and like now like the last we did like four by eight when we got here and the last time I squatted was like four by three and so like four by uh, four by three did like I'm trying to I think I did like three forty five for three on my last set which isn't isn't bad like I, we usually. Like if we, like in the fall we'll like push it more. Like in the season I feel like he's not he's a little more forgiving and like that fact that we're doing a lot. Mm-hmm. I forgot to mention that every time we've done squat this this like winter in the spring it's all been pause squats. Like we'll go down and then we'll pause for a second at the bottom and then go up every time. Gotcha. So is that like no bots or anything? You're just pausing like on air? Yeah. Yeah. Like we'll go down to like parallel and then we'll I just, you just wait for an up call and then he'll stay up whenever he's spotting you and then you just go up and then you just keep going got you so you said like with starting with like heavier so it's like a smaller percentage like chain the sets how do you usually warm up for those because i know like a lot of people like warming up with like the lighter weight to get into it so how's that work yeah so like for squat it's a little bit bigger range than deadlifts like i'll start maybe like 275 maybe like 295 and i'll go up to like 340 or like 350 maybe and then so that usually what i do is i'll do no weight do like depends how many reps doing i usually do like three or four and then i'll 45 do it and i'll usually add another 45 and do a few reps and then i usually do one more in between that and starting and then this like i can get used to it and try to space those out like a minute every time got you um is there anything like specific topics you want to talk about? Because there's, I got one more thing that like I want to go through, and then like that's all I really got. So, is there anything specific you're thinking? Uh, yeah, I had a, so like I saw you change your thing to like, like the ape. What's what's the deal with that? How'd you come up with that? That is actually one of the top, like the last topic I wanted to go over. So, first of all, who do you have in a fight? Just straight up, both of them know they're fighting. You got a silverback gorilla, and then a grizzly bear. Um, I'm a hundred percent team grizzly bear, which I know you're probably going to disagree. With no, me. no, no. I a hundred percent agree with you. That's, I was having, cause like, like I'm super into like learning about apes, like chimpanzees, like gorillas, yeah, all that. But <laughs> <laughs> I do not think like, cause like a gorilla is just so much smaller. Like, I don't care how strong it is. Like it's so it's much smaller. smaller. Yeah. And then like the speed difference, like it's like pretty much the same, which usually if you're smaller, like. You gotta be a lot faster to be able to get in and out, like in closer yeah. distance. So, like this, that we've been doing that, arguing about that type of stuff on my team for the last couple weeks. <laughs> it's really frustrating to hear Team Gorilla guys try to plead their case. <laughs> stuff like, well, a gorilla could bench press a car, and a gorilla has thumbs. Well, they don't use their thumbs to fight, and the bench press, like, a grizzly bear is just as strong as a gorilla, and they're two times the size. Like, yeah, that goes back to like having mass behind you. Like, if you're the same yeah. strength, but someone's got mass like over you, which they got a lot of different. Oh, like, yeah. and that's all. That's you. That's like you know all about that. Like, yeah, it's it's. Cr- good stuff, I don't have nearly as much technique or fundamentally sound stuff, but just because I weigh more, it's hard like to do stuff just because. And I don't. I didn't know what I was doing. I just could like sit down and. Yeah, that's like, especially like grappling, like that, it makes a big difference. So like whenever you're leaning on each other, like if a dude's a lot heavier than you, you're going to get tired a lot faster, like than if you got someone your same size or smaller. 
But yeah, I don't know. Like I was having that argument with uh, Jacob Case the other day because he was like, "Well, the gorilla." I was like, "Bo, I'm big time gorilla guy," but like, no. <laughs> yeah. Gorillas are badass, but grizzly bears would destroy them. Oh yeah, with the claws and the teeth and like, because gorillas have like the fangs, but like they don't use them. It's yeah, just that's intimidation. The weapon is the bite, but if you're watching a gorilla fight, they literally just like push. They yeah. Just, like. And, like, I was, and they'll be, like, leopards and jaguars are known to kill gorillas one-on-one, like, in the wild. Yeah. But, like, it was pretty, like, and I was reading this thing. It's because gorillas are like us, and they have, like, really tight and, like, skin with, like, not, like, a whole lot of fat. So anytime they get cut or, like, gashed, it bleeds a lot and causes a lot of damage. Like, a bigger animal, like a grizzly bear, has a lot of fat and, like, more flexible and loose skin. So, like, whenever they get cut, it doesn't, like, bleed as much or cause as much damage. Yeah, and that's actually why the honey badger can like take as much like hit it, hits as it does because its skin is so loose. Like whenever it gets hit, it'll just like move. Like it'll just absorb the shock of the like the hit. It's pretty. That's pretty super, crazy. Yeah, that's super interesting. I was listening. I don't remember the name. It's some sort of chimp. I'm pretty sure it's some sort of chimp that like I don't remember. It, it was on uh, JRE. I was listening to one of his podcasts and he was talking about it. But it was like six foot tall. Isn't that insane? Like standing straight up? Like yeah, up. like walking erect. Like, yeah, that's pretty scary. Yeah, because it's like super rare that like, uh, I remember he was talking about a story that someone saw it like walk by a van and it was like the same height as the van. I was like, that's insane. Yeah. That's like a person. That's yeah. literally you <laughs> walking around. Like, yeah. But yeah. yeah, I'm six feet. <laughs> what do people think that? <laughs> You imagine you imagine the chimp looking down on you. Oh yeah, have you seen the ones oh, like the hairless chimps? Uh, I think I've seen like a few pictures of them. Okay. Like, dude, it's insane. Hairless. They're just sitting there in like their traps and like triceps and like it's just freaking sculpted. It looks like literally it's just a sculpture. Just, it's just crazy too because it's just naturally they're just that strong and. Like, like I saw you put some on, like, they don't eat meat or anything, and they don't, like, work out. They're just naturally super lean and super strong. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, I was reading, so, like, uh, I was reading, like, up on gorillas, because they're, like, 97% vegan, like, because they'll eat, like, some, like, larvae and then, like, just small, like, insects and stuff like that. But 97% is just, like, vegetation, and they can eat up to, like, 60 pounds of just vegetables a day. That's insane. Uh, yeah, because they have to eat that much with how big and strong they are to, like, get a, them and the nutrients they need. It's like a panda. They have to eat bamboo literally from the mo- moment they wake up until they go to sleep because they need all the nutrients they can get. It's, yeah, I was looking at, like, their macro split, and they're still getting, like, 20 to 25% of it still protein just because, like, vegetables, like, have a lot of protein. It's just that you have to eat so much of it, yeah, like, to get it. Greens. Yeah, yeah, but eating 60 pounds of it you're gonna get a lot of protein in that's yeah. it's i think it was like 70 percent of it's like leafy dark greens which is like insane yeah. to eat that much yeah and bears too like they're omnivores they eat like a lot of berries and plants too and that's i think that attributes to them being an apex predator because if they don't get like the, the salmon they needed for the day they can go find some plants and other stuff to eat too yeah so overall you team bear as well Oh yeah, bear hundred. Bear would win hundred percent of the time. Yeah, I, like, I feel like I gotta agree with you. I, I, I want to give the gorilla like, 
like a ten yeah, percent. I used to want to grill the one too, but then I realized how absolutely massive and powerful a grizzly bear is. Yeah, it's really insane. I don't know, like that's one of those things that like, like if you virtual reality or something that's like a hundred percent like accurate, like because I could never see like it actually go down like with two like actual animals yeah, like. It, it had to be some super rich dude that just made it happen illegally. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't want to watch it like actually, because that's like yeah. barbaric type of. Yeah. But yeah. to see that like virtual reality, like you're sitting like on the corner of something and watching them go down, like that would be awesome to watch. But no, back to you, like your original. So, have you ever watched a uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah that. Literally, it's one of my favorite movies. I, like, watched it back-to-back the other night, and then I was like, you know what, like, I, because, like, being vegan, like, knowing that they eat, like, 97% vegan, I was like, that's super interesting. So I was just watching, like, video after video of, like, them, like, their diet, and then, like, their exercises and stuff like that, and I was like, you need something to brand yourself, so, like, especially, like, with all my YouTube. There's nobody else known as that. Yeah, like on my YouTube, like... Hard to find something cool that nobody else has taken. Yeah, if you see someone that, like... Like, when people clipped on my thing, like, whenever you see someone's name, like, it's not as appealing as, like, seeing a brand. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, I, I want to go all in on something. So, I don't know, it just seemed right. It seemed like, with them being, like, aggressive, like... And then eating, like, 97% vegetables, like, I it just felt like it fit pretty well. Yeah, and they wrestle all the time, too. Yeah. Dude, I was watching a bunch of videos of them playing around, which, I don't know, zoos, like, are pretty sketchy, like, the morals behind them and everything, but just, like, getting to see them is, like, insane. Yeah. So, I have something for you, like, there's a lot of guys on my team, like, and I'm I'm slowly turning this to, like, a lot of times they'll show up at a practice or a game with, like, an energy drink, like, usually for them it's, like, Mostly a bang and then C4. And then my personal favorite is rain. What is, what's your favorite, like, energy, like, slash workout drink that you can get at, like, a gas station or something like that? I, I really, okay. First of all, that just reminded me. I got to tell you a little story. I won't say the dude's name, but I worked with them a little bit whenever I, like, at Lowe's, like, where I work, like, part-time. And every time he comes in, he brings a four-pack of bang. And he drinks all four of them in his shift. Yeah, that's something. That is literally <laughs> insane. But his heart. That's what I keep I kept telling him about and he's like, No, it's fine. He's like, I don't feel nothing until I get like the fourth one down and I was like, dude, that's something else. But I would definitely like I try to limit it to like one to two a week and then I try not to take caffeine like after twelve. So that like that's my incentive to like get up and work out in the morning. Because I try to do like yeah. The morning workout so like my incentive is like if i get up then i get to have caffeine in the morning like if it's past 12 and i'm going to work out i try not to use caffeine at all but i would definitely have to go with bang like just flavor and i i've never got into rain very much like i just don't feel like it's the same yeah i'm the same way as you except for rain like, like they have a whole bunch of flavors and I, I haven't i've never like i've had like probably two bangs in my life i've just never really gotten into it but I don't know, something about the can. I like the way the rain can looks more. Like, a little more like, even though it's literally, I guarantee it's probably the same exact drink inside, <laughs> nutritional-wise, but it just looks more like a little safer, a little less sketchy. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. 
it's one of those things like because i try to like there's so much like in those that like it's sketchy like i try to stay away with them as much as i can but what i really want to look into is like making like own pre-workout that's like just like the bare like ingredients like you know what i mean that's pretty much like you just got your caffeine and yeah you're just putting like because most of them taste bad anyway so like if you're just doing like it not flavored and then you can mix it in with some like grape juice or something like a little sugary in the morning like i feel like that's so much better for you i feel like the problem would be though like if it was just like the caffeine I don't know how big of amounts you could sell that in because if you like, no, I didn't accidentally. No, not like. Uh, sorry to interrupt you, but I didn't mean like to sell or nothing. I just meant like for me personally, like oh, yeah. to have my own oh, yeah. stash. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, because yeah, I see what you're saying, but like, you just have like a big scoop in there and just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would not trust myself doing that, but no, just like, cause pre-workout's expensive too. Like, getting like a can of pre-workout or getting like cans of like energy drinks, like it's super expensive. Like it adds up super fast. So like, yeah, it is. It is expensive. Yeah. So I feel like buying like caffeine in bulk, like, and then you just got a little bit of powder. Obviously, like research it a lot to know like how much like is safe and like how much you should be doing, and then like measure it all out but then just take like a scoop of that with like some grape juice or whatever you want in the morning and then or just put it in your protein shake or whatever and then I feel like yeah. you'd be off on your day yeah you could buy it in bulk and it last you forever that's where they get you like every time i go to the gas station and get a rain i always get two because i'm like well i'm probably gonna want another one later anyways oh I'm yeah buy like one for 280 or however much it is i'd rather get two for 450 yeah which they keep on trying to stretch that because now i'm starting to see like three for 550 and i'm like yeah. i i can't get three of them because then right then i would just go buy a four pack from walmart like and it'd be a lot cheaper yeah but they're starting to stretch that because like they know like if it's two like i'm just gonna get two but i i can't do three yeah, you ever had a C4? Those are pretty, like, I think they're like rain or bang, but steroids, they feel like. Like the... I've had one that hit me, like, a lot harder. Like the C4, the drink, like... It's like C4, like, you can get it... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen those, because, like, obviously there's, like, the C4 pre-workout that's, like, everyone's first pre-workout starting out, usually. But, no, I have not tried one of those. You said, it like, you liked it? Yeah, I mean, it tastes, it tastes just like a rain or bang, but, like, it just, like... There's a lot of guys on my team that they're like, yeah, if you take down an empty stomach, you're literally going to be like just scratching your face like you have too much <laughs> energy. Like, Dude. And I, I had one and it was like, it was pretty, like I, I usually like I'll sit, I, I can drink one pretty fast like a rain, but like with that, I had to like sip it and like take it a little slower because it was, yeah. it was pretty potent, I feel like. Dude, the best is like caffeine on like an empty stomach. I don't know how healthy that is. I haven't looked into it too much, but I just know it hits different. <laughs> Yeah, it's just because it just goes right to work, I feel like. There's nothing developed Yeah, you remember, like, because I used to do my Fast Friday every Friday. Mm-hmm. So I would, do, I would always do, like, 24 hours, like, no calories. So, like, I started off with black coffee, and I was like, all right, this, like, it hits, like, strong. And then, like, I drank a bang one of the times, and that's whenever I got my first 360 down. And then I got, like... A reverse two hand and then my windmill and I was like, yeah, I, I believe that it like, was something different. It just, 
Which it is something clicks and you're just going. Which have you ever like worked out on like an empty stomach? Uh, yeah, like a lot of times, especially last fall, we'd we'd have the run like in the morning, like six thirty or stuff like that. Like whenever we had our GPP, which is kind of like hell week, it was at five a.m. So like, and I never wa- I'm tired. Like I never wanted to eat before I ran because I just didn't want to throw it up. So I would always just like wake up, drink like a little bit of water, and then just go right at it. Yeah, how do you feel like whenever you did that? Um, you're definitely like I'm assuming you're. You're probably more tired afterwards than you would be if you ate before, but like I never felt like during a workout that I was like super tired, other than the fact that it was like early in the morning. Yeah, no, I especially like I like jujitsu. Like whenever I'm doing that, like I love working out on an empty stomach because I feel like I'm like more focused and like I feel like the concentration's like different. Like, like I feel like I'm like yeah, present. That's for sure. Yeah, it's almost yeah, like... When you eat, you get, like, comfortable, and you're, like, a little bit, like, lethargic, because you're just kind of... Full yeah. And you're just kind of hanging, chilling, like... So, like, George St. Pierre, he's, like, my favorite fighter of all time, he was talking about that, and then he says, like, in the morning, like, he goes, trains jujitsu like, on an empty stomach, and he said, like, the reason he started doing that is they talked to his doctor, and his doctor's like, well, whenever you're going to, like, work out, think, like, a lion that's going to hunt, like... Would you rather be a hungry lion that's, like, going to find food or, like, a full lion that's got to get up and then go through the motions again? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Maybe you're going to have an edge. Yeah, no, I definitely like that. that. What was that? I believe it. There's probably a lot of truth to that. Mm -hmm. You probably have more, like, testosterone in the weight room, too, like, if you're hungry and, like, versus, like, you just ate. Like, your, your body's satisfied. Yeah. The first time I started to realize that is, like, Last year during basketball season, like, whenever I was eating, like, because we'd have games, like, they'd start around 7.30, and, like, I would go eat at, like, right at 3, and then I wouldn't eat again. So I'd have, like, a good, like, four and a half to five hours, like, before, like, playing. So it was almost like you could feel your stomach, like, a little empty, but you felt, like, super light, super concentrated. That, I don't know why, just having, like, that empty stomach just made me feel like... Yeah. in the moment better yeah, and that's whenever like you said like an energy drink or a Gatorade would actually like do its job and give you like a little boost oh yeah just being like a sugary drink or something like that yeah like, it's hard like because there's some things that you don't want to be like over like stimulated with yeah so like whenever like if I took like caffeine like on an empty stomach and like tried to go shoot free throws or try to go hit the head bag like precisely like it wouldn't be the same because, like, you're just not, I don't know, it's almost like you're overstimulated, so it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it too much, but. You can move faster, but you can, you're you not, like, as focused. Like, you're you're doing stuff, like, at a higher level, but it's not as precise or accurate, probably. Yeah. There was one of the times, whenever I first moved out here, like, Ohio, um, I was trying, like, a different gym than the gym I'm at now. So, it was, like, 6.30 in the morning, and it was a jujitsu class, so, like, grappling, so I took, like, caffeine for, like, the first time. Like, it was when I was breaking because I went, like, caffeine-free for a month. It was the first time I had it, and it was on an empty stomach. And, like, trying to go through, like, technique, it was a struggle because I felt, like, almost, like, lightheaded because I was, like, my body was going too fast for my brain. Yeah. <clears throat> that makes sense. Like, you're trying to sit still and listen, but you can't help but just, like, moving. Yeah, especially, like, just- yeah, because you had someone, like, 
like their weight on you so like instead of being able to like precisely move it to like maneuver it like how you wanted you were just like 100 percent like just throwing them around and like so you couldn't get into the technical part it was just pretty much like just being a beast like throwing them around trying to out muscle them which is not like very good for jujitsu yeah, and your partner probably was pretty pissed off that you were just throwing them out. <laughs> yeah, I was trying not to. It was almost like, just, like I was almost trying to overcompensate of like not using strength. So it ended up making me like weaker and like having bad technique. So it made me look like a freaking butter guard where like people were just running right through me on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty much. What do you think about? What do you think about the uh, Thor? the Eddie Hall fight. Oh, I don't know. Is that, you think that's actually going to happen? It's supposed to, I want it to happen so bad. It's, like, it's boxing, really right? Like strongman YouTube and stuff. It's pretty, they're pretty, they're beast. Eddie Hall and Brian Shaw are my guys. I hope Eddie freaking destroys him, but he's definitely at a disadvantage, I feel like. That's boxing, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Boxing, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be an ugly match. It's, it's supposed to be like the heaviest boxing match ever, and like they're going to get winded so fast, I feel like. But I don't know. I'm definitely going to pay to watch it. So. Yeah. Have you seen anything with, like, uh, like I don't know if you follow, like, the Jake Paul and Ben Askren fight or, like, the Logan Paul and I, Mayweather? I saw the Askren-Paul fight. They, I saw, like, a highlight of the press conference that they had where, like, he was, he was, Paul was doing his typical, like, stuff. Yeah, it, it was funny. That like they're doing a good job of promoting it. I feel like he's just he's so cringe. Like I don't know. Yeah. It's it's one of those things that like it's like he would not have that uh, opportunity. Like just straight up like from his skills. So like it's kind of cringe seeing him like talk yeah. like, especially whenever like you can't big boy somebody that like is bigger than you. You know, not like yeah. not like uh, internet like wise, but like. You can't, like, big boy someone that has been in the game longer than you, like, especially on their turf. Like, even though, like, Ben is, like, an MMA guy and, like, originally wrestling, but still, like, it just seems, like, insincere and, like, just goofy. Yeah, it's yeah. not even, like, not super disrespectful, but just, like, it's cringe because, like, whenever you hear someone talk trash that's, like, disrespectful, you're like, okay, like, here we go, like, you're selling the fight, but, like, it just seems so, like, phony, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's not aware of, like, the situation. He's just, like, out of, he doesn't have any feel. That's how I can put it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know, I really hope Ash can win, but his, do you think his striking's going to be on par? His striking's, like, obviously it's not, like, at a super high level, but I don't know. Like, he's got, like, I know... A lot of people disagree, but, like, he's got decent hands compared to, like, the average Joe. And then, yeah. like, Jake Paul is going to come in there, like, I don't know. I feel like Ben Askren's going to make it, like, dirty, and he's going to be, like, pushing him around, clinching. Like, I don't know if Jake Paul is really ready for that. Like His biggest edge is the experience, and I'm sure he has a super strong chin just from being in the game. Oh, yeah. Like, Dude, his chin, like, his very first UFC fight whenever, like, he first got signed... He got picked up and like slammed, like spiked right on his head, and just ate it like it was nothing. Like it's crazy. Yeah, I'm definitely rooting for Askren and Mayweather in these two fights. 
Yeah, which I mean they they should definitely win, but we'll see. That Mayweather like I don't Mayweather I don't know about that fight like like I understand the Ben Askren like that he's not known to be a striker versus Jake Paul who just knocked out Nate Robb, which R.I.P. Nate Robb. But like I don't know about like the Mayweather in Logan Paul that just doesn't seem like as enticing to me. Yeah, they're both like they don't really have anything to prove. They just want the big payday, which yeah. is both what they're about. So I mean, it makes sense for them. Yeah, but, yeah I don't know. I don't I, think it'll be as good of a. Fight. Yeah, it just doesn't excite me because like we all know that Mayweather's gonna dance around and avoid him while like he's still explosive, and then end up either just teeing off whenever he's just like a heavyweight, like bad, just gassed or like. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't feel like that one's as interesting. I feel like the Ben Askren one, like that could go anywhere. It's, yeah, I could for sure. Yeah, because Jake Paul, as much as like anybody has to say he's not bad, he can definitely get into one and like knock somebody down. Which Nate Rob wasn't a very good example of that, but yeah, I don't know. I like, yeah, I still don't know what happened with Nate Rob. Like, just he's been posting boxing videos for like the past few years where he's like hitting mitts and stuff. But I don't know. Maybe it's just like some people aren't built for war like that. So like, whenever you step in the yeah. cage, you're like. I'm in the cage, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it might have been mentality on, I mean, yeah, he might have just had a weak chin and just not, like, I doubt he's ever, like, been hit like that for real. Like, I don't know. He might have, yeah. but. Yeah, I don't know. It was, very well. it looked like, like, he had no experience. At all. Like, he just kind of bull rushed him with, like, a long jab and, like, no, like, his other hand was just down and I don't know. Crazy. Yeah, uh, it was pretty <laughs> bad for the guy. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're at like 50 minutes, so I feel like we can wrap this up. What do you think? Sounds good. Yeah, it was I'm nice. happy you had me on. Yeah. Good time talking. You're the first one. You, f- you should feel special. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good, All right. Good way to start. I don't know. It might be downhill from here, though. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the time, man. Thanks. Yep. See ya. Have a good one. You too.